0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Visual Novel Book Club. I'm your pal Slobby. With me, of course, my good friend Oren Ronan. Good evening. My good friend Polohoko. Hey yeah. My good friend Turbo C. Hello. My good friend Jim. Hey everybody. My good friend Rosella.
1: Hello.
0: That's right, the jury's all here for this one. So it's time to pass our verdict on the start of Game 2 Chapter 3. Wait, trial? Th- whatever.
2: Roselle, I, I owe you an apology. I promised cute animals, but it's actually next time.
1: <laughs> okay, all right. What
2: a piece of garbage I'll, I'll you are. I'll let you
1: off with a warning this time.
2: <laughs> yeah, you, you can't just say that
0: willy-nilly. You have to commit. Look, um... Uh, we'll forgive it this time, but what, pray tell, <laughs> happens... Well, How do we start off? What is this chapter like? Who wants to give us a, start, a starting thing of it?
3: So we are back, and now... We're back... It's- in london we're not in there's no time loss here but we're back in what apparently is, is present day in, in terms of the story um so this is six months a full six months after um uh gina was not guilty and the pot in the uh the uh the whole thing with pop went the bank um which ended uh, the last game and uh and what starts off here is that everybody's booty or at least Sholmes and Rinosuke are both really moody um because I get in Rinosuke's case it's because he's been banned from court he hasn't been doing anything he hasn't been able to act as a defense attorney or do anything that he was supposed to do coming here uh and so his big thing is he he goes down he's talking with um Holmes and with uh Sholmes um and and Iris and and he's saying that he's gonna go to the to the, the, the chief magistrate and ask to get back in today um it's uh because he was sort of you know taken taken out of this that he, he, he thinks he's he's done enough research and and spent enough time away from um, court that now he needs to go back and actually get to work doing what he's supposed to do here. Um, in talking to iris uh, the fact that the great exhibition not the great exposition is going on right now um I-
2: iris is not gloomy at all iris is very excited
3: yes iris is super excited she really wants to go and uh sholmes is is really distracted and gloomy for no Again. reason he can specify which immediately gets you thinking that this is going to play up in the case and you should start suspecting things going forward um <laughs> he uh he keeps losing track of what's going on um, there's some really good banter between um, him and Ryosuke about um, uh, you know like the standard stuff of like oh I can tell how you've been with your messed up hair and, and being like no we've gone over this before we've literally gone over this before this is my, my hair always looks like.
1: I, I also really liked the the bit right before that where uh, Sholmes was like wait, wait wait when did you get here and it's like I've I've been here we we had breakfast together it's like well why why didn't you say something it's like I thought. You knew because you know
0: because you breakfast. were there. <laughs>
1: <Yeah. laughs> <I just>, the, <laughs> it was funny. It's a funny game. What
4: I what I liked before that before any of this happened, we have a little vignette, which is the kind of chapter introduction, and it's a scene from the exposition itself. All oh, right, right. that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Y'all just kind of forgot about that, didn't you? Um, but it's a uh, kind of uh, weird-looking scientist dude at the podium, and there's this huge compaction.
2: It, it's all voice acted in and, and all, too.
4: Yeah, it is fully voice acted. Um, and he's in front of this huge contraption, and he's saying that uh, they're working on teleportation. That's their presentation for the Grand Exposition. So a man will enter the teleporter, get uh, mechanically, well, not mechanically, molecularly disassembled by electricity, which doesn't sound scary at all and um, be beamed to another location where he will be reassembled, uh, good as new. And uh, the man, there's a kind of a dapper looking guy in a white uh, suit and top hat there who gets into the machine. The scientist starts flipping a whole bunch of levers. Um, The machine starts smoking up and electricity's firing off and things are going wrong. And then there's this huge puff of smoke and that's
0: the that's how we start this chapter
5: and he gets Mike tv'd (laughs) took me a second
0: he does get Mike tv though you're absolutely right
2: i think sholmes actually says that he's um upset because he really wants to go to the great exhibition too but he's on a secret case so he can't go
3: yeah Mm -hmm. and iris points out that normally when he's involved in in some kind of deep case he's happy you know because it's intriguing and it's something required in this case though for whatever reason, you know, he's not—you know—he's—he's he's gloomy. Normally, he's only gloomy when he's bored. So mm-hmm.
0: he doesn't like this case. It seems like whatever it is, yeah.
1: But he, he does hand us a uh, a newspaper, and you know, on the front of the newspaper, it talks about the great exhibition. So naturally, we flip the newspaper over, uh, mm-hmm. and there is a uh, there's an article about uh, the the that's titled "The Reaper Attacked." And it says that it's got a picture of uh, you know von Zeke's and uh, an unnamed masked companion, and uh, and just says like you know they they were they were attacked uh, in an alley and who knows how he's doing. And uh, there's also an article that says there's a lost cat, and I was very upset that I could not examine that further. Yes.
2: <laughs> uh, did any of you read the articles that are readable in the close up? I didn't because a uh, couple. Capwell- <laughs> And they're pretty funny. I, I only saw a lost cat, and I
5: immediately <laughs> blamed Oren for telling us that there would be happy cats.
2: Yeah, there's like <laughs> negative <laughs> animals now. One that's lost. There is an article there about a woman in France who bought a glass eye and then sued the company because she couldn't see with it. <laughs> and there's a thing, another one about people in, um, bursting into fire or something. Uh, they're good. Look, look oh, them yeah. up.
1: That Happens ball gowns do that, they're yeah. very flammable and much larger than you think they are. Really, yeah, wow. no, This, this was a, I think, I, I, this might be apocryphal, but at the very least, uh, it is said that this was a, a real problem because like, they got all the like fluffy t- tool and everything under it, which lets in a lot of air, very easy to burn. But also, like, because the ball gowns have that cage that gets them all poofed out. Um, right. you're just your your awareness of your own body isn't right, so you could stand too close to a fireplace and the whole dress would go up in flames.
0: I guess because the wire gets hot. I missed half of that story because I was googling the word apocryphal. But yeah, sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this makes me think that these that this might be like actual articles from the period that they copied.
3: Oh, it
1: could be. It, it's way better than just a lorem ipsum. <laughs>
3: When you think about it, those dresses are like the teepee you make when you make when you're gonna start a fire, I mean
1: you' just got yeah. kindling
3: kindling and it's and some air to come up underneath.
1: <laughs> it's really very well constructed if that's your goal. Yeah.
4: <laughs> what, what if your goal is to burst into flames?
1: Yeah,
0: what if that's your goal? What if that is in fact your goal? Then well, you know, I, I guess follow your dreams.
1: I mean generally you don't want you to burst into flames, but sometimes you do want things to burst into flames.
0: Listen, general, by the visual novel book club does endorse following your dreams, but not if they cause you to be burned. Yeah, yeah. You can
3: look up self immolation
1: <laughs> And and then don't do it. Probably don't look that up, though.
0: <laughs> no, don't actually
5: look that up. I mean, <laughs> viewer discretion advised on that one. It's It's pretty self-explanatory, let's be real. I mean, general <laughs> warning, don't do anything that we
0: ever tell you to do, ever. Especially not on the internet, good lord. Yeah, no, don't ever do anything on the internet. <laughs> just rule: just, just, don't do anything on the internet. So, yeah.
5: <laughs> just look at it. <laughs> L- look what happened to us. <laughs> yeah, Safari so
0: rules for the internet. Look, but don't engage. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. What, we were talking about apocryphal
2: things.
1: So Lord von Zeke's uh, is is in the hospital because he's because he was
2: attacked. Well, it doesn't say he's in the hospital, just that he was attacked. And oh. we, ask, we we asked Sean's about it. And he says that this actually happens often because all the criminals think that he's actually killing people who got away, and so they're trying to attack him. So this isn't the first right. time this has happened. Uh, but Charles has no idea if uh, um, Venzix is, is okay or not, and says that we should ask, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Maelstrom. The Gregson. Oh, uh, yeah. Mael- oh, Maelstrom, yeah. sorry um you know also
0: I think because I think we ask Holmes this at this point but this is like the first time like at least that we've seen that like Ryonosuke goes like is it possible like that Van Ziegs is doing this you know like act like he's the reaper and he's you know what I mean like because it's just like a like a foregone conclusion from my part you know or not foregone conclusion but like the most obvious thing but, like, it never, he never, like, Rioski never seems to just ask that until now. And then Holmes kind of says, no, no, no. Like, we all thought that, too. Where, you know, but I don't, we don't, it, it can't possibly be him, you know.
3: Apparently he's got alibis for this stuff. Yeah. Um, but also Holmes acts a little weird when, when, um, you know, you ask him, you know, how, what's Fonzie's condition? He's like, how could I possibly know that? And it's like, why do you <laughs> need to emphasize that? <laughs>
1: So, so yeah, so now we have two reasons to uh, to go see male strong heart. I keep just wanting to call him Maelstrom and that's that's the pun that's not his name um and we we take Iris with us,
2: which is questionable, but it's fine. She wants to go to the exhibition and she wants us to take to take her there when when we're done with our business. Yes yeah, like
0: as long as you're going out, I'll come with you
2: I guess. Uh, she has a very without new outfit too.
4: Yeah, what's a little more questionable is the outfit that makes her look like Mickey Mouse.
0: <laughs> um. So yeah, so I've been doing a thing for trophies, by the way, where I've been trying to do things a little out of order now that I know that that's kind of a way to do it, but I did go straight to Maelstrom here. I think I think you kind of have to almost. Like, they don't let you go to the exhibition for sure, I noticed. Yeah.
3: Because I think you, gotta, you have to present him. Yeah, you do have to present him something to advance it.
0: Yeah. Or... We're kind of like listen. Um, he he says something like he's he's kind of busy because he's getting ready to prepare when we get there, like the um the uh, like f- for like forensic science symposium or something like that.
4: Right, because that's going to be the future of criminal investigation.
2: Yeah, it's kind of an extension of the great exhibition that's holding next month, uh, where people forensic scientists from around the world are going to come to London and hold a symposium about it. <laughs>
0: That's for Friends of Science Expo. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I don't know if we've mentioned it before, but the Great <laughs> Exposition actually uh, exhibition actually did exist. Yeah, um, but it's fifty years earlier than yeah. it's set here.
2: Yeah, it, it's a little. It doesn't really fit with the. Yeah, and and they didn't have a crystal tower; they had a crystal palace.
3: So, little slight changes.
2: Uh, so yeah, so so we ask, um, uh, what's his name again? <laughs> Strongheart. Uh, Strongheart. Yeah. Uh, to let us work again. Um, and he ends up agreeing, but he also brings up Kazuma's mission again. And this time it seems like he really doesn't know what it's all about.
0: Yeah. For sure. He's like... It almost seems like because we're not totally sure what it is, he's like, yeah, all right, you, you can be a lawyer again. You know what I mean? Almost like... Like maybe there's a problem if we had known what it was. Like, I, I still feel like whatever his... Whatever Cosmo's mission is, Strongheart doesn't like it. Is the impression I've gotten, you know? Yeah. Or he's kind of glad we don't know, or we're not sure like what it could be. Yeah, he
1: knows what it is, and he is not. He he would have needed to thwart it if if yeah. we had been, you know, really focused on it. But yeah, we don't seem to know anything, so we're not a threat, and so he he lets us have a case. And uh, the case that that he gives us is the you know surprise is the one we saw in the intro. Um, where apparently the uh, the person that we saw get into this machine that then exploded, uh, well, died. Ex-
0: exploded. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Which, <laughs> which, which I,
3: so the the names are fantastic here. Uh, well, like the first one is Professor Albert Harebrain, which is it, just just hairbrain. Love it. That, it's perfect. Yeah. But but then the guy who was murdered was Odie Assman, which. Obviously, it's odious man, but (laughs) every time I'm I'm like, ass man. Yeah,
5: just the ass man. They
1: they have a habit of just referring to him, like, with the last name, too. So it's like, yep, ass man really, uh, really took a dive here. sucks. Oh,
0: my God. I'm I'm getting so old. It didn't even really occur to me. (laughs) God damn it.
4: My use. uh, The little game I like to play with these, like, when I'm playing this game is trying to figure the puns out. Cause just about damn near all of them are either a pun or somebody from a book I didn't read.
0: I'm so mad though because Ass Man was right there, and the whole time I was like, there's gotta be a pun here. I don't understand. <laughs>
4: <But it's laughs> like I was really the. I mean, it's odious, man, but I was I kept getting caught up on Odie.
0: Not Odious. <laughs> I know Odie was an Ass Man. What the yeah, hell? I was like Odie As Odie
4: Right. Like, yeah, I was like, is there gonna be like a Garfield or <laughs>
1: Is this also where they tell us, like, sort of more about who our, our victim is?
2: Yeah, once, once we ask about um, Van Zick's, uh they tell us that he is actually someone that was prosecuted a month ago and got away because uh, they bribed the, the, the jury. Well,
4: if we were there, that wouldn't have happened. Yeah.
0: No, we would have just gotten them off scot-free without paying
4: any money. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs>
1: But yeah, he tried to pull a McGilded, and uh, yeah, it seems like he he succeeded and did not immediately get consumed by a fiery inferno.
2: And the people who attacked Van Zeeks yesterday actually worked for um, Odi Iceman. Yeah,
0: so they think Van Zeeks was involved in this whole thing, in him being killed. And then they get their asses kicked by Van Zeeks and his assistant, despite having guns, which is... <laughs> Wow, like, I mean, that we never get into the actual, like, Batman part of Van Zeek's, which I guess is, like, a thing, but... Well, it sure is, because the
3: guy's with his new compatriot's gonna be
0: wearing a mask. (laughs) That's true, too.
1: Well, this is also where, um, I think, I think, uh, Strongheart also says in, like, weirdly specific words, like, don't worry, I know for a fact that Van Zeek's is not performing any of these murders, and I'm like, our, our... Are you performing the murders? No, like, no, I mean, no. Why would you say what, that? What makes
4: you no. think that? No, I, I know it's. I know personally, it wasn't him, though. Wink, wink. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what are you winking about? Nothing. That's just you know I got some time in my eye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, if you'll excuse me, I'm very busy. But um, also, uh, uh, he also and like this is toward the end of the conversation, so I don't remember if there's anything else he brings up pertinent, but. At one point, then he starts talking about, um, uh, you know, the the whole like forensic science thing that's going on. And then he's like, allow me to tell you about it in detail. And then we kind of fall asleep.
4: Oh, yeah. It's like he, he thinks that forensic science is the future. It is like we have to move towards it for like hundreds of reasons. Here are all of them. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah
1: I, have, I have 42 reasons and 18 arguments and I will now yeah. dour- recite each of them in turn.
3: Yeah, the game puts it like dot 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 like, like like thousands of them across the thing as it goes back and forth, but all I heard was like the wah, 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 wah,
5: wah, 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 It's a pretty good <laughs> approximation
4: of when someone's making, like when someone's talking, you're just not listening to them. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, anyhow. No, it was great that, uh, the two because it's like, um... They do a little, a fun little gag, also where like, uh, what is it? Oh yeah, because he's like at the start of it, he's like, "I have 16 minutes to talk to you," but then he like talks for nine hours. He goes, "All right, I'm about eight hours late to my last appointment, <laughs> so now I really have to be going," which I I did appreciate. Yeah. So, um, I so with that, we are allowed to practice law again, hooray! But I, I mean, I knew this was like kind of a white elephant thing, you know. So, because like our last case was kind of a, you know. A loser case, I think. Right? Yeah. I mean,
1: every time Maelstrom gives us a case, I see, I did it there. Uh, it's it's terrible. It's the worst case. So we we know that he is setting us up in some capacity. The
0: real dog of a case. What a piece of shit that guy is. Um, yeah. So like, um, so I, and then, uh, so anyway, after that, we are off to go no Von Zeke's office. Uh, Von
2: Zeke's office. His very lavish office. Yes. We decide to actually go look and see if he's all right on our own. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah.
3: I was really expecting to see a coffin. I was disappointed.
2: I I hate Von
0: Zeke's office.
1: <laughs> what? Why? It's gorgeous. Are you
0: Are you jealous of Von Zeke's office? No, it's good. Okay. No, yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. Let me take that back. I don't mind his office too much. It's kind of what you'd expect it to be. Like you know. If it, it, it is a place you would you you could end up in the final level of Castlevania. A oh, modern it's gothic one. as so, hell! Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, very very gothic. But um,
2: he has his um his cups and and bottles of wine there. Yeah. And if we look at them, then he accuses us of of um annoying him, and that's why he breaks them. So it's our fault that the very expensive cups keeps getting broken.
1: Yeah. He even he goes on like it's like yes, they all of these are made by the the like. Glass blowers that I have perfect, uh, purposefully, uh, personally handcrafted and and handpicked to be my own personal glass blowers, and and they all they do is, you know, like live up in the mountains and per- do nothing but perfect their glass blowing, and every every cup takes seventeen years to make. I'm exaggerating a little bit,
5: but mm-hmm. uh, but not by but much.
1: Like not by much.
5: Somebody good at budgeting, please help von Zeeks. <laughs> You know,
0: I um, one thing I will say, by the way, too, which I never noticed this or I, I've noticed it. But I keep I think we've I've never commented on it in the podcast. Is like and I know it's just a video game art thing and this is totally nitpicky. But like, I know he's not the Reaper and he doesn't like to go by it. But, you know, he has scythes on his like wine bottles. Like, did you notice that? Didn't notice that. Yeah. Well, he mentions it, though, doesn't he? oh does he i didn't i forgot that part well he doesn't mention the wine
3: bottles but but if you bring up to him in in conversation um that uh i think that the you show him yes the reaper's identity and he'll talk about the fact that like you know i don't have anything to do with it and then oh, he's like right. "But i we we did notice crime dropping when all the criminals thought i was murdering them so we so kind of we lean went, into well, yeah. this
0: yeah yeah no that's right i do remember that now yeah know? You know what he's
2: um the masked apprentice is also in this room <laughs> sitting in the corner that's
0: too bugged yeah because he, he has him do like these weird like almost hazing kind of like you know tasks like I don't know just like all right you gotta study this but don't speak while you do it you know Well, he's not allowed to speak um right
2: He's not allowed to speak though though they you mentioned that it's um male st- strong to um told him that he can't speak and can't leave the office and so it's not coming well, it's from Zieg. it's coming it's coming from strong
5: von Ziegs is just the old game for this weirdness
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> i think um uh, i think radoski even says that he looks a little bit familiar and like i'm i'm trying to run well, through when
4: we look at him they're also sitting in that
3: japanese way with like the legs folded down right
1: yeah, they, they are sitting on a cushion on the floor
3: but they're also the the way they're drawn. They, they appear to be pretty tall. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's Sholmes. Yeah, but that could be a lie. Just because of the jaw and the the having to do all the lackey stuff. That's why my my mm-hmm. guess is this could be Sholmes. And, and Sholmes points out that he doesn't like Strongheart. That that, that that and it sounds like if Strongheart's making him do this, then that could be some reason why he doesn't like him. And um, he certainly would be good protection. Mm.
1: That also would explain the, uh, you know, oh, oh, why would you expect me to know yeah. how he's doing? I don't know anything. <laughs> because I was there, <laughs> but I
3: can't tell you I was there.
1: Yeah, I. that does make the most sense.
4: That, those are very reasoned and logical argu- arguments, but I'm just going to say it's Suzato.
1: <laughs> I think it's Hosanaga.
3: I was waiting for you to say it's Kazuma. <laughs> 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 he's back from bed. I know it. He's back. <laughs>
1: There's, there's also a like twelve foot tall portrait uh, that Von Bonzieks insists is not of him, but I don't believe him. Yeah, it's kind of amazing.
0: Yeah,
5: yeah.
2: I think, I think we do know who, who's, who, who is it by, by, now, right? By the end of, the I think wedding.
5: they. I have a theory. Yes. Oh wait. They start hinting, uh,
0: but
4: didn't they say that like, uh, well, I
2: don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say it. Within the reading that we did for this one, within the first trial part, I mean, they, they mentioned another member of the Van Zieg family. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In, in yeah, the yeah. ring well, that we did, and I, I just assumed that that's, that's who that portrait is of. I see.
1: Oh yeah, the portrait. No, he does. He he. Cl- I he claims it's it's someone like his dad or something. I don't remember, but
4: yeah, like Van Zik's is like part of royalty.
0: Um, yeah. No. Uh, the <sighs> what was I say? Van Zik doesn't want to talk to us though, right? Because he like knows that, he that us. we're. Yeah. Well, no, because he's like, you know, you're the you, we're going against each other in court tomorrow. It's not It's rude, actually, for you to have come here.
2: Well, he's actually surpri- He doesn't know that it's going to be us defending. He's surprised when we tell him.
0: Oh, OK. Yeah.
2: Never mind. Um, but he does reveal that um, Professor Herbrain, uh, he, he knows him. Uh, mm-hmm. He was uh, his friend in, in college. Yeah. And they apparently were actually friends. They got along. And
0: this, I think, too, this is like where like Rinosuke is kind of like, you had friends, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Which is which is like, come on, you must know people can change, you know, whatever. He was
5: also like so like they were they were like super goth back then or like what?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just I, I don't know. It's like I'm not a huge fan of like this bit in a way because it's like it's a it's laid on a little thick because you know it's gay like it happens more often later in the chapter two where he's just like wait a minute friends with barack von zeeks and then like rick, 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 like rubbing his eyes like what <laughs> you know and, like all right like we get it he's weird now but still you know anyway <laughs> but i can't believe it either um yeah so let's see uh
2: and w- once again, I think there's a little conflict of interest here that they let a friend of the um, of, of the of, of the um, the person in trial the prosecutor. prosecute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: like if if hair braid gets off, it's going to look uh, kind of suspicious.
0: Well, especially. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now in trial, yeah. Um,
2: yeah, but we, we we don't understand why he's even doing this. If if it is a friend, why is he prosecuting? Right especially
1: since, you know, the whole Reaper's curse and everything, so even if he is is declared not guilty, no. <laughs> spooky things might befall him.
4: Right, he gets the acquittal and then, like, a timer appears
3: over his head. Yeah. <laughs> Although, as we have brought up, I think this is the first time it gets brought up, that, that now two people have survived. Well, one of them
4: fled the country, to be fair. Yeah.
3: But, uh, Jean Lestrade's still there and, you know... and apparently not dead yet so (laughs) so maybe the curse is broken or something
0: maybe it's like final destination or each movie they have like some kind of weird way of getting out of it (laughs) you know I only saw the one but you know still you you saw them all I'm sure
2: they're all the same (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) you saw the first one you saw them all (laughs) All (laughs) alright okay so now we can go to the prison and talk to our client and he's fun
4: he is fun He's a breath of fresh air after Soseki.
0: (laughs) And you know, to be fair, Soseki's not so bad until you've seen him like eight fucking times in the same game, but
4: Yeah, he's like that friend that doesn't like quite get the hint. (laughs) 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 Working. working Slapping my knee, just being like, well, I guess It's like
0: ah well look at the time I gotta go you want more you got more tea still okay I'll just be quiet yeah no anyway so
2: yeah but he, he insists that the his invention actually worked um, and he's very sorry that um Aspen died but but uh it, it but, but he claimed it, it was an accident
4: yeah this is an interesting situation
0: so yeah it's like um what is it so he calls it instantaneous instantaneous kinesis and the theory uh is like basically kind of how we think of teleportation would work now in a way where it's like okay you'd have to take you'd have to use energy break apart all their atoms send transmit them somehow and then reconfigure everybody now and and you know r- the real teleportation problem being of course that it's um uh copyright star trek so you can't actually do it <laughs> no but like that uh it's you know would take so much energy that you could never really do it but you know
4: Oh I I thought the issue was that if you break apart the if you break apart a person and put them back together is that even the same person
2: Well that's a different thing but uh that's the, that's the philosophy part of it that's
5: for the philosophy that that's yeah. that's for the humanities people not the science people uh, right, right yeah
2: okay yeah sorry
5: <laughs> no no like you
0: know no no sure are you the same person what is consciousness etc etc but damn it man can you actually do it or not but cool look at my teleport ray <laughs> um anyhow um so yeah so harebrained's convinced this totally worked and like you know, we're doing our, like, Renoske, you know, himbo sort of, like, I don't know, like, I guess it could, well, I don't, know, I don't <laughs> yeah. know, any of the science stuff, but... Uh, I'm just a simple lawyer. <laughs> right.
4: <laughs> so, his plea to us is that he wants us to convince everyone that it was an accident and not a murder. Because the, he is willing to admit that he did kill somebody but that it was in the name of science and he would never murder anybody.
0: There's a couple things too. Yeah. Like, um, we should, met, he's part of, um, so basically Osman was funding him. Asman was funding him, you mm-hmm. know, like he was an investor basically. And he was there to like do that. And if, uh, if the experiment proved fruitful, they could win a research grant from the British government who, who is trying to fund, you know, scientific research, right. uh, Hence the Great Exhibition and everything.
2: And the other part of it is that the British government has a new um, law in place that protects, um, basically, pa- pa- patent law protects the scientists' um, inventions from being looked into. Well, well, th- except the opposite
1: of a patent, though. Because with yeah. a patent, you have to you have to make all the details of your invention yeah. uh, a matter of public record, but they're protected. With this, I think the new law and I think it even like it it is enacted starting on the Great Exhibition Mm -hmm. um, that basically says that if basically that like anything that you that you show off at at the Great Exhibition, um, the like the police are not allowed to examine.
0: It's like it's like a legally enforced it's like a legally enforced NDA. You know, right. you're not allowed to. Yeah,
4: right. So if we're going on the supposition that it did work and he did teleport a man, but unfortunately killed him, then that would fall under that law. And nobody could investigate the machinery so that his ideas and theories wouldn't get out.
0: And listen, and on my honor, I'm not looking at it. It is the special disposition for the S- for Scientific Equipment Act or stick. That
1: sounds right.
2: That sounds right. Yes.
0: yes. Yep. SDSEA. Nice.
1: He also mentions like how he met uh, Mr. Asman and what he he basically says that he showed up out of nowhere and, and offered to fund his experiment, which I find highly suspicious. No, it happens
3: all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you really get the sense here that that Harebrain is just so obsessed with proving his theory that he's overlooking a lot of stuff like
4: right, right. off the bat. Mm-hmm. Like he worked with Asman. um and Asmund got him in touch with an engineer who built the thing. He just made all the plans.
1: And I think even uh, Asmund was the one who suggested that they do it. They 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 show it off at the Great Exposition. Exposition.
4: <laughs> the Great Exposition.
1: So like this is uh, it's see, just seeming very very uh, like in everything going according to Asmund's plan and Harebrand is just kind of there one
0: one problem with this plan it'll turn (laughs) out but you (laughs) know (laughs) there
1: there is a problem that he shows up dead
0: right yeah but one thing at a time so yeah um let's see here so while we're asking him about uh you know his case of the victim we also go so i understand you knew barack von zeeks and he's like yeah he was was great you know um he was really perfect gentleman super nice guy and again like the Barack Von Zeeks, the tall guy, the <laughs> prosecutor standing right there, you know, or whatever. And um, but yeah. And but, you know, Hairbrain had gone off to Germany to study when all this Reaper business happened. Um, I think there is like some hint that maybe something happened, but we don't learn what it is yet.
3: He says that there was an incident, but he, he pretends like he clearly pretends he doesn't know. And he's like, well, I was in Germany. I don't know what, what it was.
0: Yeah. Not a gossip. That guy. Uh, let's see here so then uh another thing now we can finally do is get to the great exhibition but um sadly everything is roped off and you know because of you know the explosion and whatever you know but uh we do run into an old friend right
2: do we yeah we do do. Very old friends.
0: yeah um we run into our good pal inspector grayson gregson grayson and um another old pal Our good friend, Gina Lestrade. And guess what? Do you remember how earlier we said Lestrade was uh, an inspector in the home story? So it was a little weird that, you know, her namesake wasn't an inspector. Well, holy Christmas. Gina decides she wants to be a detective and she's under Gregson's, uh, you know, mentorship.
1: Yeah, she decided that the the name Inspector Lestrade just had a good ring to it.
5: Mm
0: -hmm. So she decided
1: to go with it.
5: Yep. So now we know a little bit more about that. And uh, I, I'm still unsure of how they decided that she
2: should work for Co- Scotland Yard, but... They they actually mentioned it, because Shol- Sholoms, um put his good word on her. Uh, it, it implied that he blackmailed Graveson into making Oh, okay.
5: Right. Yeah.
0: She has, like, a badge, which, like, seems fake, too. Like, she shines it a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. She, and and it's like, seems, like, not quite right. So um we um how's it go like we're we get we talk to her basically at the bottom of the stage and him at the top when they kind of separate you know so you can like examine like the base where everything was with and talk to gina about that but then you have to you go up to the actual machine itself to talk to gregson
2: this is mainly about collecting evidence they don't actually yeah. Yeah. tell you all that much when you talk to them right
0: very annoyingly, though, and I don't know if anyone else encountered this. If you examine the stairs to the ex- experimentation stage, you go up there. Mm-hmm. I could never figure out how to get back down. I had to like leave the whole
2: area. Yeah, me neither. I, 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 had to, yeah. I had to leave yeah. to somewhere else and go back. Yeah. Are you just like stuck there?
3: Yeah. Unless you leave and come back.
1: is afraid of heights, so he doesn't <laughs> want to look down.
3: Yeah. There's stuff you have to find at the base, and you can't unless you, unless you do that before you go upstairs,
5: unless you leave and come back. It's so weird. I think that's like an oversight. I guess I found everything downstairs first. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not its not like a soft lock or anything. Like, you can just, you know, go to, to Von Zeke's office and then come back or something, but...
0: Yeah, it just seems like an odd oversight.
1: Yeah, it definitely feels like it should have come up in playtesting. testing.
0: I guess they
4: maybe assumed that you would find everything on the first floor before you went up there and then once you found everything there they just boot you out of the level
1: well the gameplay is a, a rude trick on you because uh usually you know if you have a screen that's 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 bigger than just the one screen there's there's an arrow to the left and an arrow to the right so you can mm-hmm. pan around uh this time there's an arrow above uh and and gamers never look up so, I just, I like, That's I never, true. I didn't realize that you could, you could actually look up and kind of see the, the, the crystal tower and uh, you can see the impact site where the.
4: Yeah. I mean, I noticed the up arrow in the second, in the second area, but not the first area.
1: Yeah. I, I had that exact issue. I guess it doesn't
4: help that like the crystal tower has like an awning over it that has kind of the same ish
2: pattern as the button layout. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: Mm hmm yeah it uh took me a while to find that one
2: so what we do find there is um a little torn piece of green cloth that seems burned off mm-hmm. um and we, when we look at it it um, implies that it's um extremely thick
0: mm-hmm.
2: there's uh, a strange contraption thing um where if we if we look at that and we pull the lever then it turns into a crossbow yep um, and I think on the platform, we find a screwdriver if we look at it, but we, we don't get to keep it.
3: No, Gregson immediately takes it away.
1: <laughs> Gregson tells us, like, it's like, uh, after, after, uh, after Iris, like, begs and does the puppy dog eyes, we're allowed to look around, but we can't touch anything. And that's not... That's not a Gregson rule. Like he can't touch anything either. It's because of that whole special dispensation for <laughs>
0: <laughs> scientific equipment act. Can I mention too? Because I took a screenshot of this actually. Of something that kind of annoyed me about this scene in particular is that when Gregson meets her, he says like, "It's it's you, your ladyship. Like how are you, your ladyship? I hope I do hope you're well, your ladyship." To which you know skate says to himself, does that make her three times a lady? Which is like, shut up. Yeah. So I I really wasn't a fan of that.
2: Yeah, it's another one that is not, that just, the translation just came up with it out of nowhere. Um, There's Mm -hmm. nothing like that in the Japanese.
0: Yep. Iris, by the way, also makes a a little in-joke to Phoenix right here also, where um, he mentioned something about like. Uh, Rinosuke mentioned strange buildings at the Great Exhibition, and I was like, "Oh, in your country? I wish I could see it." I'd present a particularly steely samurai with a present of one of her da, da 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 which is like up oh, steel samurai. Yep, that's
2: case one three. This one actually is uh, is an accurate translation. They, they make the same, <laughs> same references in Japanese. Uh, <laughs> oh, nice, too. cool. It's the steel samurai, and also the the ninja, the um, the the sequel to the steel samurai. <laughs> uh, what What is it called in English? The something ninja.
1: The Jammin' Ninja?
2: Something I like believe. that. I don't remember that.
1: Yeah, at least, I mean, making a reference to another game in the series is a far less jarring than just making a random pop culture reference.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I don't mind that one at all. I think that was like totally fair game and pretty funny. I just, or whatever, you know, I just, like, the three times the lady thing makes like just no sense to me. Like, yeah. why? It's like, yeah. Anywho, sorry. Anyhow.
2: We also get to talk to um, Gregson uh, about the Legend of the Reaper here. And he also mm-hmm. knows that it's not Van Zieg's, but he can't really explain it.
3: Yeah.
1: I mean, I think he, he, he seems... I didn't get the impression that he was super holding anything back. He's like, look, we, we looked into it. We did a whole investigation. Yeah. It turned up nothing.
0: Right. By the way, this is after we've called Gregson out for lying in court that one time and like revealing like, state secrets, right? Because we're on good terms with him. Just saying.
2: Yeah, the the I think they do imply that he was demoted after that case, and he's just now yeah. coming back to to the force.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: He still got his fish and chips, though.
3: He does. He does. But now it's time for a weird and <laughs> We are going to Madam to spells,
2: and and we do that because we want to find charms because. We think z- he might know what happened in Van past. And Arvis yeah. tells us that show him to that Madame to Spells, which is a wax museum.
1: Yeah, it's like here's this note that he gave me that is that tells that specifically tells me not to tell you where he went.
2: Right. Which
0: is pretty funny, honestly. Yeah. And uh Madame to Spells, of course, being like a pun off Madame Tussaud. Um, which I... At first was like, why do they change it to spells? And then you and right? That is pretty good. So anyway, sorry. <laughs> um, but not to get ahead of myself. So I think like even before, by the way, you get there, you already know where this is going to go in terms of like Sholmes and where he's probably hiding, etc. But that said, we're at a wax museum and the particular exhibits at the wax museum seem to be all about like crimes around London and murders in particular. There's an exhibit on the left of uh, Jane the Ripper, who um, is actually not someone I'm familiar with. Uh, if there is a Jane the Ripper, I'm assuming that there is, you know, but.
1: Well, it's weird because like on the other side, they have one that just looks like Jack the Ripper. So, right. I I would have thought that they were just doing, they were just gender flipping Jack the Ripper for no apparent reason. But it all, it seems like they did both. I,
0: that's what I, I didn't know if there actually was a Jane the Ripper. I, I mean, if I were a good podcaster, I'd have looked that up, I guess, and let my curiosity uh, take the uh, Mary Jane Kelly, also known as Marie Jeanette Kelly. Well, you know RMO. what? I'll
4: say it. There is a Jane the Ripper, and if I'm wrong, then you can t- say it in the comments that
0: I won't look at. <laughs> no, that's the wrong person. That's never mind. Is Jack the Ripper's final victim? It was Jane the Ripper.
1: Yeah, I, I assumed it was. It was just. It was just fake.
0: Yeah. I think you're right, actually, that this is like, a yeah. sleek.
4: Yeah. I like how Madame spells looks, though. Her design is fun. Yeah. She's got, like, a big witch hat with a big star on it. Cool little witchy outfit.
2: Yeah, well, she she
4: doesn't come out
2: just yet. We have to talk to Sholmes first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you
5: mean the wax statue of Hol- Sholmes. Yeah. Yeah, of course.
1: I mean, in addition to the, uh, the the two exhibits that we can see, there's, like, one that's just kind of like, just one statue surrounded by a velvet rope. And next to it, there's a, a person in a chair taking a nap that looks a whole lot like a rolly beat. um, uh, But with with lighter hair. Just just got, But he's got the scarf. He's got a really long scarf.
2: Yeah. And there's also a curtain off section, but we can see uh, an arm uh, sticking out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I always insist that it's probably just a wax arm that fell off. A um, figure or something. It's
1: definitely not a murder victim.
2: Right. Uh, and yeah, and, and there's the wax figure of Sholmes um, standing next to Jack the Ripper. Uh, <laughs> standing still.
1: Whom uh, Iris promptly kicks. <laughs> yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: causing uh, causing Sholmes to, to break character just a little bit because that in fact is not a wax figure of Sholmes. It's actually just the man himself...
4: He's only doing temporary wax work, which apparently (laughs) uh, entails coming to the wax museum, choosing a display to stand in, and then standing in the display. And then when someone comes by and says, wow, look, it's a wax figure of uh, the great Herlock Sholmes, He springs to life and says, yes, it is me. And then they ask for his autograph and everyone loves him. The end.
1: Uh, And he charges them. And he charges
4: them for it. Yes. Yeah. Right. I think
0: he, he tries to charge us for it, too. Right. Doesn't he? Yeah. Sounds like something he would do. Yeah, <laughs> that guy.
2: Well, he's doing it because, yeah, he says that he has to feed Iris, who is very hungry, <laughs> and he doesn't have any money.
0: Right. the 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 consulting detective business isn't going so well lately.
4: Well, that kind of happens when we're not allowed in in uh, court anymore.
1: I- I'm wondering what happened to all the to all the the music boxes that he signed and then sold on, uh, you know. 20th century etsy
2: that 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 was six months ago
0: iris iris eats (laughs) (laughs) got an appetite
2: what are you gonna do they
0: went through that in like a week Mm -hmm.
2: uh and now um madame to uh comes out
4: yeah
0: i i really like her she's a neat a neat character yeah
2: she's excellent
1: i want to be her
0: right so Madame Two Spells, of course, owns the Wax Museum, and she is also, like, a witch. Not really, but you know how, like, they model characters. He's
4: themed after one. Yeah, yeah she's way witchy. Yep. Yeah, she sees her, like, Sholmes is out of his box and threatens him with a giant pot to get back in because this is,
0: he's on duty, he's on the clock. Yeah, like a hot wax cauldron. It's like, it's very good. I really
2: like her.
1: She also uh, peppers her language with a lot of French, which is fun for me. Because it gives me an excuse to say French words out loud.
2: Nice. Uh, but Sholmes uh, thinks there's something going on in, in the Wax Museum um, today. And there's... There's something afoot, even. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, going to uh, deduce what it is for us.
0: That's right. Because, yes, for, for a low, low price, Madam, two spells can get the uh, logic and reasoning spectacular. And... Um, Let's see. So this one, um, okay. So yeah, he's like basically. Uh, wait, what is this? How does this come about? Because he's talking about the wax work, and I'm just trying to remember how this goes.
2: So he, we, we, we opened the, the the curtain, which is supposed to go to a special exhibition that you have to pay extra. Um, and the arm that was behind it really is just uh, an arm. Uh, no, it's not. It's actually a man. Uh, a man mm-hmm. who is not dead. Uh, But who is unconscious? Mm -hmm. Um, But the exhibition himself is just uh, a grave without any wax figures next to it. Yeah. Um, So the mystery is where did the wax figure that was supposed to be there disappear to?
4: I like Sholmes' deduction. The first deduction that we have is that, well... Um, I noticed that the wax figure is missing and you have a bunch of money in your pocket and this man is passed out on the floor. So you sold the wax figure to this man, but he didn't realize, like he immediately paid for it. And then he kind of thought about it and said, wait a minute, that's too much money. And then passed out. Right.
1: Cause it was like 200 pounds or something. Right.
3: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Which is the equivalent of a million dollars now.
1: Holy. Wow. Really?
3: <laughs> no, I'm kidding.
0: no but um well the problem is he did that he paid for it and then he realized he could have gotten an nft and then (laughs) also not made money because that's just garbage anyway sorry go ahead
4: you know 200 pounds really is a lot of money
0: so yeah no he's going through and basically is like yes that's right he paid you had to sell it because the waxwork business isn't going good and um you know and she's like see where and she goes the significance of it is that uh that public notice, because there's a notice outside that says waxwork for sale. And she said, you sold the infamous killer, the centerpiece for 200 pounds. Yep. And that's right. So basically, um, the conclusion is the waxwork was sold for cash. And then, yeah. And then uh, basically, like, where is it now? Well, it's, you know, um, but whatever. Yeah, so
2: the second one is that he thinks that the wax figure next to the curtain, who is like a young man with a scarf. Um, He's a famous detective that that he knows of. Um, Mm -hmm. What is his name? John Clay? Do I remember correctly? Um, Yes, that is right. I think it's also a name from a horror story. And he knows, and and the scarf that they're wearing is um, a signal to the Scotland Yard to uh, tell them that this is an undercover cap and that there's something going on.
0: Right, but he's saying that the, that this is a, a waxwork figure of a, of a detective.
2: No, he actually thinks that it's actually the detective. He thinks it's a real person. Yeah, with pretending to be a wax figure. Right, and the person sitting next
4: to them in the scarf that looks like Rolly Beat is actually the wax figure because oh, he has a okay. price tag okay, on his scarf and it's, it's yeah. a really cheap wax figure.
0: So, um, of course, you know, it's like, well, let's course correct a bit there. And um, yeah, so let's see here. So basically, um, there's a note behind the wall for a ransom note for a waxwork, which is how we realize it's like, no, 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 I wasn't sold. And like why she has money. She has this money to pay off the ransom for the waxwork. And um, so, yeah. And then like uh, if we examine the hand of the. Oh, yeah. There's like a hand, like a waxwork hand in her back in like her back pocket or behind the dress. Oh, no, she's,
3: she's got her hand behind. She's wearing a cloak and her one hand is behind her and she's got her left hand like clutching the cloak in the, in the right hand behind her but the wax hand that she's holding that's poking out the back is another
0: left hand. That's right. Yeah, that's right.
2: Yeah, so what she did was, yeah, was hit the unconscious man with, with the wax hand and that's why. Right, because
4: some customers are apparently rowdy and they feel the need to take souvenirs
0: from the Waxwork Museum.
1: So he was, he was trying to take... That, that wax arm, and apparently she took it back and then whacked him over the head with it.
0: By the way, worth mentioning, Ryunosuke is very, very afraid of wax of the wax museum. It's like, murderers, like it's like a Scooby Doo thing. Right. But anyway, so like you know.
4: But this is just one small part of the wax museum. They have like normal stuff too,
3: right? Which is that still is. They do still have this historical room of murderers, which was apparently popular at the time, and 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 they've got all the celebrities in other sections.
4: Why are the wax museums always people? And something else that they they sort of uh, go out of the way to mention is that Madame spelled like this wax museum thing, it's apparently a family business. They've been doing it for generations, and they their wax sculptures are said to be incredibly realistic, almost indistinguishable from like an actual person. And um, they said that like some of the famous people, particularly some of the ones that were executed, like they were there at the time making this the waxwork sculpture
2: yeah i think she says that her grandma started the business when she went to a victim um who got the head cut off in the guillotine and then the french
0: revolution wasn't it like marie antoinette
2: yeah the french revolution and then they took her like wax cast directly from the from the corpse
0: yeah which is all
3: rough i mean the taking the wax uh, cast from the corpse in the French Revolution isn't accurate, but it's all roughly about what happened with Madame Tussauds, with uh, which was like they uh, she she was she had to flee France because of the the uh, because of uh, the French Revolution. Uh, came to London, set up on Baker Street, which is where the first museum was. It's not there anymore. They they moved in like 1900s, um, but. Um, and I think the whole wax cast of the person who's been executed—I don't know if that's actually true—but it's definitely something that was rumored a lot around the uh, around their thing. And they kind of played it up in their in the, in the museum.
0: Hey, we, my grandfather's yeah. a monster. Hey, you got to make a living when you're kicked out of your country.
2: Well, any, anyway, the first conclusion now is that the um, the wax figure was was um, stolen and kidnapped. Yeah, kidnapped. they
4: specifically say kidnapped.
2: Yeah, Uh, And then we figure out that the young detective that Sholm thinks is a real person is not because that's where the uh, wax arm came from. Mm -hmm. Um, So it is actually a wax figure of that same detective, but it is a wax figure, not a real person. On the other hand, Mm -hmm. the um, policeman on the chair uh, is a real person because his leg is twitching. Right. Um, And he also has this um, signal that says that he's undercover. Mm-hmm. um and Madame to spell says that yeah she she called the police um to be there when when she passes off the ransom money and that's why they're there but they fell asleep yeah <laughs> so the uh figure is still on the loose and we don't know where it is
0: right so mystery partially solved yep you know close enough we did better than Holmes, that's for sure anyway but
2: and after this is all done, we also learn who this um, wax figure is, is of. Um, <laughs> the professor, right? The professor, who is one of the most nefarious um, villains London has ever seen, uh, who was prosecuted and uh, executed 10 years ago.
1: Dun, dun, dun. And he killed
2: high members
3: of British society. So he has killed people who were respected, even members of the
2: royalty. Including um, Van Zick's uh, brother. And that's the incident that got him to become a prosecutor.
1: Do Do we explicitly state that? Yeah, it,
2: I, I, think it's, it's, I think we just did anyway. It's in this
3: reading, but I don't know if it's... A, it, I think it is here. Yeah. Somebody said it.
1: Because, yeah, yeah It's it 10 years ago. It's spooky. But yeah.
2: Ten years go is, is, is the number that came came up before, too. <laughs> we keep popping yeah. in there, yeah. But
1: we, we get a tiny scene um, that Ryunosuke is not there for, so I don't know why the camera is. Oh, yeah, this is so interesting. But Yeah, we just get, like, a, a little scene between uh, Von Ziegs and Harebrain in the trial, where they just kind of talk familiarly, and it's like, yeah, I'm going to be prosecuting you tomorrow, and, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't entrust uh, the prosecution of my friend to anyone else And they're they're just very, you know, cordial. And my only my only problem with this scene is that I really, really wanted Harebrain to call him Barry. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted that so bad. They they, they were really they were just really friendly. I'm just like, oh, man, I just want you to call him Barry.
0: By the way, this might be really cliche, but did anyone else give Harebrain a mental voice of Otacon or was that just me? (laughs)
5: <laughs> he does kind of look like oh, God. He does sort of have that, yeah. It's just
0: every time, especially in the trial, like I kept hearing it in my head. It wouldn't stop, but you know, yeah.
5: Well, we heard him talking in the like initial cutscene, so that was sort of what I stuck with. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Didn't he sound a little
4: bit like him anyway?
5: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he had that nerd voice. Yeah.
2: So I have I have the art book to this game, um, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it has, like, comments from the character designer. Uh, and several characters, including Herbrain and uh, Madame Two Spells, uh, they mentioned that they were actually designed for the first game, or oh, when, when they designed the first game, because it was uh, supposed to be in that longer game that they planned at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, so Herbrain was actually, and, and there's actually, like, early designs. He was supposed to be, like, a boy genius, um, like a 10-year-old <laughs> uh, genius scientist. Hmm. Uh, and then when they designed the, the second game, they changed him into like an old acquaintance of Van Vanzix and may, made him older. Mm-hmm. But that's interesting.
1: Making him, a, uh, making him a boy genius would explain why he's so dang uh, credulous. Yeah.
2: He's very easy to mislead, I feel.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: But they were cute sketches, so I, I, can, I can take a photo and, and show the sketches later. Nice. Um, so now it's time for the trial. Yes. Yeah. That's right. And we have uh, an entire new um, group of jurors this time. Oh yeah. yeah. Which are mostly like,
3: it's like English anime. <laughs> it's like what?
1: <laughs> well, before we before we get into the trial, um, we have the little you know pre-trial combo with um with our our client and and Shom so- shows up and and Hairbrain is like you Know just like super like starstruck by him because he has also read the thing and they have a little cute conversation where where a is like, Oh, I really liked what you did with the case of the silver chain or something. And uh, and Shelms is like, Is that yeah, no, no, that it had a snake, right? <laughs>
0: that's right,
5: that's right,
1: <laughs> definitely had a snake. I'm positive. <laughs> um, but like, then like, Shelms takes us aside, he's like, Look, I just want to tell you factually teleportation is not real <laughs> like <laughs> which i almost fi- i almost feel as like the game designers yep. like being like look like i understand that with like you know suspension of disbelief we you know we're not you're not necessarily sure where to draw the line uh spirit channeling is real but yeah, right? uh, but teleportation is not
5: i feel like they picked the wrong person to have us tell this though like Scholz <laughs> is possibly the least reliable of them so far. Well, that's what they—they—that's they what they also have Iris tell you too. Yeah, the Iris is much better. Yep.
1: And uh, well, we'll we'll get to that. But if we're going to talk about the jury members, one of them also says that.
5: Yep. And then Shu
0: Takumi comes out. Oh, sorry, good.
4: The jury members we have this time are interesting. Like they're mm-hmm. all very clearly defined based on you know you one look at them you can tell what they're all about there's like a showgirl there's like a, a magician with his cards and hat there's like the old cop from the wax <laughs> museum eating
0: corn yeah
4: that's what i was about to say and then there's just a girl eating corn and she's just all about corn like she loves corn like, she's eating the, corn right now and she's doing the little, the like little typewriter thing? gag thing with eating uh a cob of corn. Love that
0: noise. Yep. It
1: makes a ding <laughs> when she gets to the end of the line.
0: I thought that, like corn was kind of an American treat, personally. You know, more than anything, just because there's so much fucking corn in the country and all that.
3: I don't know. Follow Leader was a good album, man. I, I stand
4: by
0: that. Mm, Sorry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I
4: mean, she likes corn, but she also has a candy on her
2: vest. So I don't know. <laughs> well, the, the last the last person is the sleeping policeman from the wax museum. Yeah. yeah,
4: like it's like our last year always has to be somebody that's like either senile or asleep or something. Hard of hearing, yeah. Hard the, of hearing. This person
3: is not paying attention
4: at all. Mm-hmm. It's like when they randomly to like, well, it, this can't be random.
2: Come the fuck on! No, oh, come on. What, what was your first hit? This one also has guns, and when he wakes up, he's like pulling them, and waving them around. <laughs>
0: I mean, it's just the start of the law, you know, system. So whatever. When the
1: when the 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 scientist guy from the Royal Academy or whatever, like when he when he's doing his little introduction, he's like, yes, I'm I'm a very important scientist. And by the way, I would like you to know that teleportation isn't real. Like, (laughs) it's just the first (laughs) thing out of his mouth. Like he's got his
4: beakers there and his little badges and stuff.
5: That's also how I introduce myself. Just by stating a fact about teleportation.
4: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm turbo, and teleportation is not real.
0: I, I introduced myself specifically by disproving teleportation, or just announcing that it's not real. You know. Well, anywho, look. Um, all right, so listen, Greg's hairbrain and Gregson gave up. Come up for testimony, right? Yep. And um, basically, they're saying, "Okay, look, Greg. You know." The, the corpse that went crashing through the crystal tower had a broken neck, and Harebrain's like, Harebrain thinks, like, I made a minor miscalculation in the angle of the beam projection. Uh, and Gregson also reveals that in post-mortem there's another injury, a, uh, a stab wound in his chest. You know, so the victim was, so basically they're contending, the victim was stabbed, the body got teleported too high, <laughs> fell in its birdcage through the crystal tower. Because basically, like, the way this works is he steps into a bird, like a cage, and then the whole thing gets teleported. Is the idea, you know?
2: Yeah. So the the, the accident was supposed to be not that the the, the guy exploded, but that the explosion mm-hmm. like uh, changed the angle of the of the beam, which got him to materialize too high, and then he fell down and broke his neck. So that that's what her brain thinks happened.
1: Do, do we clarify in what order those uh, those injuries happened? Because like you no. stabbed Andy, broke his neck. Yeah, I, I think we just say they happened both around the time of death.
2: Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah, and the, the prosecution says that because there was also a stab wound, um, that had to happen before the teleportation. Um, with and and uh, was the only one on the stage, so he's the only one who could have done it.
3: Yep. Right. And then what you, what you turn out is that um, but if you if you Craigson will eventually say if you if you push him on it that that, oh we have the the murder weapon which is that screwdriver we found before
0: right and it's it's like the handle of it is kind of like paired to make the letter a yeah and I think like Harebrain's kind of like oh andrew
5: you found him you're like what and he's like that's my screwdriver andrew which is like (laughs) and he mentioned that he that's his uh his flathead and the phillips head is like michael or something like that right I don't know why that bugged me but it did
4: uh, I could tell you why. It's because you you figured you'd name him Philip, but you can't shape a handle into the letter P.
5: How did they make the M? Uh, through science. I mean, it's just a really wide, you know, like. I mean, M would grip. be better to make than P for Philip.
0: Well, no, because if you're, you know, because you can get a grip on the screwdriver then with the little jut of the P, you know. But you want to
3: rotate it when you have a jut and you rotate it. Well, you know where this is. We're getting too far in weeds. When you rotate a jut, <laughs> it's going to make it awkward. But um, yeah. So anyway, we. Um, so the weird thing is that. The, so if you if you, you push on this, that the, um, that they think that uh, the okay, wait a second. So if where we where we found this, right? We found this. You remember that you found this screwdriver on the original uh, stage. So if he had been stabbed on the stage and the weapon had been pulled out. Because uh, at first he's like, you know, it, there should have been a bunch of blood if he had set them on stage, and if and there's no blood, right? So then it nothing had happened there, but the weapon was found there, so it should have, you know, should have been pulled out. And so I think if you push back on Gregson, do you push back on Gregson to be like, oh, we found it here, so yeah, clearly, you know, this didn't happen.
4: Which clearly exonerates
2: Harebrain. The entire thing about that, that yeah, that you couldn't, you, it couldn't have been teleported because. Yeah, because it's made of metal. Yeah. But then Harebrain
3: comes in. yeah, Harebrain undermines the argument that you're making. So he goes in there and he sabotages your defense just so he could point out that his calculations weren't wrong. Again we find this case where Harebrain is so desperate to have his stuff be right that he will literally sacrifice his own freedom. Like this 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 is a guy who is
0: obsessed with this.
5: I, I, I like that part honestly. this. is I. I really like this about Hairbrain too because when you know we point out the the screwdriver and all that, he's like, "Don't worry, it's not an inconsistency." Yeah, I just need to do more math.
0: <laughs> and like, it's funny because even like Von, Van Van Zeeks didn't have like a counter for that, and we're like, "Oh my gosh, wait, we might win this early because even he doesn't have anything." But Va- then yeah, Hairbrain's like, "Oh, hold it, I can explain that," you know,
4: right. But then we go into that pre- presents an inconsistency because uh, if the theory is that metal won't be teleported, which that's kind of why this, the birdcage that they got into was made entirely out of wood. Um, mm-hmm. Then, you know, on the picture of the body, he has a pair of uh, metal rimmed glasses, which if that's the case, then the glasses would have been left there and not gone with him. Yeah, and
3: at this point, we are only cross-examining Harebrain because he's the only person that sort of keeps presenting op- obstacles for, for what we're trying to do here. So the whole time, we're trying to undermine what he's saying as he's undermining our arguments. Right. Which is, uh, that seems kind of new, right? For, like, a phoenix... It really is. It is, and it, it makes this case interesting.
4: And it's an interesting situation, yeah. Yeah, it's very neat. I, I'm, I'm kind of a fan, honestly. Yeah, it's just... Neat to have somebody that has accepted that they have killed a person, but by accident, but is willing to be punished for that in order to, you know, basically save their life's work.
0: Yeah, no, it's interesting, too, because he's like, to be fair, he's also just like, look, I did that. You know, I did this accidentally. I'm willing to pay for my crime. I just didn't murder him. I didn't do it on purpose, you know, which is like it's, you know, I don't know. Good. Good for you, hairbrain, I guess, owning up to your. Manslaughter, <laughs> whatever. um
1: I'm like, I don't think we ever actually like. We don't really find a suitable answer to that. Hairbrain just kind of like freaks out. The prosecution goes, "Look, we we have a new witness, so we're just gonna we're just gonna call them."
0: Yeah, let's just move on. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, all right, that's um,
4: which it's kind of weird coming from the cases in the last game where it's like anytime uh. Herlock Sholmes has like an invention that like solves the case everyone's like well no we can't admit that that's gobbledygook that's you know that's untested purely conjecture and then we have somebody up on the stand who says that his machine teleported somebody but not metal except in this instance where it did teleport metal and everyone's just like okay yeah that makes sense you're you're the scientists not us
0: I did read ahead, and I was, like, kind of surprised at how Von Zeeks was going along with, like, the, okay, well, teleportation works kind of thing. Which, like, almost made me wonder if, like, part of this was that, like, as a favor, my theory at the time was, like, maybe, like, Harebrain actually asked him, like, hey, can you, like, help me with this? Because I don't care what happens to me, but I want this to be, you know what I mean? Like, I want this to be, I want people to believe in it because i do that kind of thing you know what i mean
1: mm-hmm.
0: like i almost like i want you to help argue for the teleportation thing no matter what happens to me yeah you know, that
3: kind of thing see my my feeling on it was kind of the opposite that von Zecks knew that <laughs> the brain had a weak point and that was defending his life's work so at any point he could push him into ruining rinosuke's defense mm-hmm and so it was more far more malicious rather than doing a favor for a friend. I, I I didn't read ahead, so I don't know if any of this comes true. But that's what it felt like to me.
0: Well, I'm going to spoil it for you right now. No, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: did we all read to the end of this trial, though?
0: Yes.
4: Yes. Well, up until the first
3: recess. Oh no! Not the end of the trial. Just up to the yeah. Just so there's, there's two parts to this trial. We read both parts. Yeah. yeah. Went to the next investigation phase. Yeah. So the next thing that happens is because we get a brief recess, um, Harebrain and and Renowski kind of have it out in the in the the, the little chamber on the outside.
4: <laughs> I love this. I love this because he's like he's coming up to us and he's all pissed off. He's like, "What are you doing? You agreed to help me, but you're undermining me at every step." And we're like, well, "No, that's what you're doing." Yeah,
3: we're defending you. That's what we're doing right now. We're defending you. Like we're not here, like. We understand that you, you you have your hypothesis, but like we're not here to 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 defend that. <laughs> it's not
0: science court; it's murder court. Yeah.
1: we're not here to peer review your paper.
3: <laughs> and so after after the little confrontation, um, where he's just like, "Listen, I'm going to keep you know whatever happens, I'm going to keep going, and I'm going to fight for you." Like I believe in you. I don't know the science. All I can do is is do the law. You do the science. I do the law. And uh, <laughs> and so the the the, the uh, the next witnesses that are called in are so, uh, Balthazar Lune, um, who's a balloon operator, takes people oh, up. I like this. I, I, he's like, um, this, this, I guess he's supposed to be Italian. I, yeah. I, okay, and he's because he, it, it's kind of weird with with yeah, he kind of goes back and forth with a little bit of French too. But he's he's supposed to be uh, Italian, I guess.
1: It, he says Italian later in the trial. Oh, yeah, I yeah, right.
0: Yeah, yeah. And he keeps. I don't pay the taxes. It's a weird <laughs> thing. <Yeah>. Stuff, but.
3: <laughs> 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 Italian Elon Musk.
5: <laughs> I make a balloon to go into space. Yeah, it's Italian Elon Musk. Yes. Mamma mia. <laughs>
3: Uh, then there's oh. the a Bohemian Prince, a little tiny little uh, like a child uh, who's is here to to view the great exhibition and uh, and Gina Lestrade, because they were all up in a hot air balloon uh, above the exhibition and they all had a view sixty feet in the air to see everything that happened. Mm-hmm.
2: I, I like the Bohemian Prince. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, he's great.
1: He 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 keeps uh, like the the guy who operates the hot air balloon also just has like a, a stack of balloons that he's holding in his hand. And the, the kid keeps like handing a coin over to him and then the guy gives him a balloon and the kid just says, I'm very rich. Yeah, And like he does this multiple times.
4: Yeah, every time he lets go of the balloon, he just buys another one.
0: Yeah, he loses it because he'll like exclaim something and it'll like float away kind of, and it's, like, hard to notice, but then you're like, yeah, he does that. But
3: the best thing is, like, he's got this mask on, and he's like, you know, well, I am Bohemian Royalty, so I'm not supposed to, you know, go consorting with the commoners and going to things like this. And he's also like, but I can just take it off. Here's my face. Okay, here's what I look like. I don't really care. I'm a prince. What are you gonna do about it? Okay, Here's
5: my face. On. Have we, uh, talked about his accent yet? Because it's, uh, it's very, like, a Augustus Gloop. Stereotypical, stereotypical, like, you know, oh, what is that? Yes. Well, at,
4: at some point in the trial, he like starts crying, and they spell it like you know, w a a h, and they put they put umlauts over all the a's.
2: That was very funny. But what language did they speak in the real Bohemia? I'm not sure.
3: I don't know. I thought it was Czech, but I, I guess it's it's part of I I don't know.
5: Yeah. I see. If only thought- we were connected to something that could look this up very easily.
0: Yeah. I was trying to look up his name, but I didn't. I don't know. I didn't want yeah, to let's like check, you know, because he has he has like a funny name that is like it's four names in one.
4: I know one of them is like Ormstein and Smog,
0: yeah, or something. No, it's Ormstein. It's just Ormstein. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's it's not a total dark. It's
1: soul. Wilhelm something. Wilhelm Gottsrich Sigismund Ormstein.
0: Yeah orm by
1: the Steen, way yeah yes not orm. no no snow to be
2: found i think the fact that he's a bohemian prince is a, another reference to sherlock Holmes. but oh yeah the
3: scandal in bohemia is pretty much uh von ormstein is is um and Sigismund and all that that's from a scandal in bohemia um because he's a he's a grand duke who's involved in an affair uh in london and who's not to be some uh, you know getting involved with with common english women it's um so yeah it's like straight from that mm.
0: This is the G-rated version of a kid in balloons.
2: Yeah. I don't think this kid is involved with uh, with an English woman. No, not this, not this kid. This isn't actually just having affairs in London now.
3: like the the naming convention is certainly from that.
5: We can't let the public know about our child's balloon business, right?
3: <laughs> I've also been paying the whores with this money.
5: Well, no, the affair is
4: like he he buys a balloon from like another vendor.
0: <laughs> I I also imagine him speaking like the that kid from The Simpsons, whose name I can't think of, but uh, anyway. Upper. Luder,
2: thank you. Yeah. He's yep. good, yeah. The other thing I like is that Gina is thrilled to be here. Like giving yeah. testimony and, and not being prosecuted for anything. But she's just enjoying herself. But also they they keep putting her on
3: the
5: stand and she keeps lying. <laughs> why, why would you recall her as a witness? <laughs> she can't she can't keep getting away with it. <laughs> it's just habit at this point. <laughs>
3: Um <laughs> yeah so anyway what, what we basically are going to establish here is that uh so they were up there they see the smoke and they they hear a bang and then they hear a second bang so they hear they hear two bangs um mm-hmm. uh they hear and she mentioned that there was like a fireball out of nowhere and then uh I guess Guts is is what is like the the kid's name if we're going to shorten it and he uh he says he saw a green balloon in the sky. And this is like this first off Gene is like there was no green uh, green balloon and uh Lume is like well I I'm I run this show. I have all the balloons in the sky. All my balloons were there and they didn't there was no green balloon and it, it certainly was was uh not a green balloon that was was damaged cuz uh, when we present the, the the piece of the green cloth which uh, luna says is oh, that that's balloon material like with the rubber on the outside
4: yeah but it is green and all of his balloons are blue with like, like it's jagged. zigzag pattern yeah,
3: red and blue stripes yeah
0: and by the way the ones that uh the kids buying from him are also that that stripe which yeah. is a neat little detail i liked yeah right yeah. yeah yep
3: and essentially uh so he gets very upset about that and gina's like no oh, i can I, I saw this stuff but the the you know
4: actually yeah the the kid um he like Anytime anything upsets him, he like threatens to like go back home and start a war. But then like he he buys a balloon, and then like everything is okay.
0: Yeah, right.
3: Although it does seem to be like he'll have the balloon for a little bit, and I wonder if he just keeps letting go of them. And get, that's, that's when what he starts I getting angry. And they were like, "There's like twelve balloons up in the rafters." <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do kind of like that that notion, though. That there's just a ton of balloons up there. Um, But, you know, I, I assumed, yeah, he was, like, he was letting them all go, and we, like, never really get to see it. Yeah.
4: So he insists that he saw the green balloon, and then the judge is like, well, if you insist that you saw it, do you have any evidence to prove it? And he's like, "What? what is this evidence? And the judge has to, like, give an example. And he's like, oh, I have that. Um, And he pulls out a camera and says that he took a picture of the green balloon. Mm-hmm. So... He shows everyone the picture. Is like, here's the proof that I saw the green balloon, and it's a sepia tone picture of a balloon. So we absolutely cannot tell that it's a green balloon.
1: But like, you can tell that it's a solid color. Like, it doesn't look striped or anything. Yeah,
3: it's not zigzag. Yeah, no. yeah. yeah, This kid's on the re- This kid's on the level. And what you can see really obviously is that it's there's no one in the balloon. So the balloon's empty. In the like the the basket's empty in the hot air balloon.
2: Yeah, and 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 the balloon person said that all of his balloons were up in the air with customers in them. So that's how yep. we know it's not one of his. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. There was like a three hour line. Like they were, they were going at absolute maximum capacity.
0: So, so, yeah, somebody, he like correctly points out somebody would have died. And I think people would notice that if my balloons failed, which they wouldn't because they don't. Thank you. Have a balloon kid, you know? So, um, so yeah. Uh, what is it? Um, something else. Oh, uh, but another thing is that, like, very also clearly present in the photo is this, like, this streak of light where, like, something is clearly, like, sailing through the air, you
4: know? Yeah, at first they all think it's, like, a trick of light or, like, a sunbeam that the photo caught.
3: But um god damn god rays again. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez.
4: But then I think they to explain this bit we have to go back a bit to where Loon explains how like that there's two different kind of balloons that uh mm-hmm. like how they fly which I didn't actually know this.
2: I think when Vix explains this I think I think Loon doesn't actually know how his balloons work.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> but in any case it's explained that there are two types. One is like a hot air balloon which is probably what most people are thinking of where it's like a uh Uh, kind of a stove underneath the balloon that fills it with hot air, and that makes it fly. But also there are gas balloons, which I didn't know, which are like a mixture of uh, gases that are lighter than air. And depending on like the mixture, you can have it go higher or lower, have it be more volatile or less volatile. And um, if something were to pierce a gas balloon, then it would be volatile enough to make it explode. Or any, any, like, spark of static electricity or anything in that area would make it blow up, which is why nobody's allowed smoking on those things.
0: In fact, um, old dirigibles, you used to have to wear these, like, plastic things on your shoes, you know, oh, so static? that you wouldn't bust. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, and you know how I know that? Because there is a set of young adult Indiana Jones books which the first six were by this one guy who was really good and the seventh was Indiana Jones and the Sky Pirates and it was fucking awful and it was all about dirigibles and there was like no adventure in it whatsoever and at one point Indiana Jones uses his whip to catch somebody who's falling out of the dirigible and I couldn't stand it but anyway. How
1: can Indiana Jones and the Sky Pirates not have enough adventure? Yeah, that sounds
5: like an amazing story. (laughs) No, it's not. Indiana Jones and the Sky Pirates doesn't deliver. Liver. like is he just doing his taxes in that story or what it's like ridiculous like he's like well really is that how zeppelins work yes mr dr jones here's how they work and it's like he's a professor he knows anyway sorry <laughs> the professor of archaeology
0: i mean I'm granted still but i don't want to hear about him like learning about balloons <laughs> it's not phoenix right god damn it
3: anyway so yeah so if you you, you point out that that that, that white line that was in the that was in the photo and then if you go and examine the crossbow if you haven't already found the the part of it the, the, the pull on the contraption that turns it into a crossbow um, you can basically you know piece together that wait a second somebody down on the bottom could have had a crossbow and could have shot a flaming arrow up there or just shot something up there that would have, would have caused the the thing to explode but then, of course, Harebrain can't allow this. He can't make this whole thing turn out to be uh, what he calls it, a conjuring trick or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. So he has to push back on, on, on this. And
2: uh, yeah, I, I like how when we are figuring all this out, this was kind of a magic trick and the cage was inside a balloon, which exploded and then dropped into the tower. Uh, Van Zix is kind of leading us along, trying to point us in the right dire- direction. And just gives us an ultimatum. Yeah,
3: and just gets us to that point, And then it's just like, okay, well, you got to- two options here.
2: So, uh, so, so, so I, I, I don't agree that when Zix is hostile here, I think he's really trying to, he knows kind of what happened, but he's trying, he's a prosecutor, so he can say the, say, say it itself, so he's trying to guide us into the right solution.
5: At the very least, like, he is very insistent, like, on keeping saying that the machine worked, which I thought was, like, a nice little nod to, like, oh, he's actually trying to be nice to his friend. Right,
0: that's what, yeah. That's kind of where my original theory had come from, because he seemed to be, like, okay with being, like, yeah, yeah, teleportation could be a thing. Tell him, Doc, you know.
4: Yeah, it, it doesn't really seem like something that he would say or agree to, that teleportation worked. But we do get the ultimatum.
0: Not even being nice, it just it just seems like that's something out of character for him to be, like, yeah, I, I could believe in teleportation. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like he wouldn't be conned by that kind of thing. Yeah. Or fooled
5: by it, you know. I don't know, can vampires teleport? They usually do.
0: So celerity is kind of a thing they do where they go really fast, but I don't think they can. I mean, uh, (laughs) why would I know that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Missing our vampire expert.
4: Yeah.
0: Damn. She'll back me up. Interview of the Vampire was a really good movie, and that's what Armand can do.
4: Right. He could turn on light switches really fast.
0: No, that's Louie you're thinking oh, of. Oh, sorry. Um, the dark gift is different for everyone, okay?
2: <laughs> so, so now Herbrain is trying to stop us from um, telling everyone that his machine was actually just a magic trick. Uh, and we have a choice to make, whether we want to pursue... And it's a difficult choice. Yeah.
4: Yeah, so, I mean, in Von Zix is very clear. Um, in One Path, the device will be protected under the new law. And
0: in the other path, it will not. The Special Defensation for Scientific Equipment Act. Yeah,
4: or S disks. But um, it's—I actually had a little trouble with
2: this one. Well, it doesn't matter what you t- what you choose.
4: I—I I, I had a feeling that it doesn't matter, but it, it was like it's still kind of like that's—that's mm, that's a hard decision. <laughs>
0: I can't send the guy to not for me. I'm like I can't send this dude to jail just because he doesn't understand like the whole teleport magic trick. I mean, come on.
1: Yeah, what it came down to for me was just the fact that uh, that that Phoenix Wright is about well Ace Attorney is about the pursuit of the truth, and right. one of these would be pursuing the truth, and one of them would be obscuring it.
0: What what got to me was I saw the movie The Prestige, so I already knew how this was going to go down, more or less. But what
4: what gets to me is like Hairbrain is on the on the stand once it gets to this point, and he's like freaking the fuck out and saying, "Look, I did it. I did the murder. I stabbed him. Just please, just don't. I'll, I'll take the fall. Call it a murder. Do whatever you want to do. I just don't want my machine to get investigated and all my secrets to
2: get out. Oh, well, he doesn't want to admit that." He might have been duped and his machine doesn't work. Or, yeah,
4: he doesn't want to admit that his hypothesis is wrong. Yeah. Because
2: he, he really believed until now, at least, that his, his experiment worked.
0: Well, what a loser.
2: But now to, to help us deal with this conundrum, you know, because either way, if you choose
3: Conjuring Trick, I think I chose Conjuring Trick just because it fit. But if you're going to get to the same point, but to help you deal with this, an old friend shows up and it's a Sado, Kazato, oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's Kazuma, He's back from the dead room. (laughs) Zombie Kazuma. No, but Sasato greets you with um, the ultimate PDA, the Sasato takedown, um, (laughs) (laughs) for for reasons I can't really understand.
1: She just really missed us.
2: Yeah, definitely the only way she knows how to say hello. It's just how she says hello.
0: Yeah.
2: She has a problem with, yeah, being
0: a friend, with friendship.
3: So it's just a really elaborate handshake.
0: (laughs) Um... But
3: so so after so after she pops in and is just like you know you gotta you gotta keep going and, and you're, you're gonna get through this and I'm here for you now, um, but we're not gonna talk about where I was till till later. <laughs> um, uh, Herbrain finally sort of breaks down and is just like, okay, well, I was here's the person that was you know I had this all built to, to specifications that I laid out and and I was supplied with an engineer named Enoch Drebber. Um, which is an, a famous Holmes reference This is from um, A Study in Scarlet um, Enoch Drubber is one of the, the Quote unquote villains in that one um, But In this world this person is Extremely famous to Magicians and scientists because apparently He's both Or at least he's, he's a con man who presents um, Magic tricks As science um, And so the immediately the 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 scientific guy is like, oh, he has a reputation on the jury, and the the magician on the jury is like, oh yeah, he's got a bad reputation with us too, um, <laughs> and that that he is he is well known for pulling off these kind of tricks and trying to pass them off as real science, um, and so everybody's like, oh, we got you know the, now we got to find this guy, um, and Harebrain now I guess probably really from hearing this is just completely like, well, okay, I, you know what, I, I can't. Keep this up. If this person, if this person who I trusted and shouldn't have trusted, is this well known, then yeah, you can examine the machine. We're gonna keep. You know, it, I can't defend this anymore. Um, mm-hmm. And so now the the prosecution, you know, von Sieg is responsible for for finding this person, this engineer, and and bringing him in. So we get the, uh, the this is um, a recess for the trial. It's over mm-hmm. for the day.
0: Yep. So, good stuff so far, huh? I like this one. Yeah, I like a lot. I think this is...
3: It's very plot-intensive, and it serves sort of, you know, the story really well, um, while also managing to introduce interesting characters. So,
0: looking forward to the end of this one. Yep, yep. you have any theories on where it's going? Obviously, I won't... I can't comment, but...
1: I, I think that um, that Mr. Asman, uh, Set this entire thing up uh, purposefully. Did everything to try to fake his own death to escape the Reaper's curse. Mm. So I, I, I think he is not actually dead, and I'm not a hundred percent sure who is.
3: See, I was going to go with the opposite. That we're not really the opposite. Agreeing with you that he set it up to fake his own curse, but his associates uh, did. You know, did the old double cross. <sighs> ah. And ended up using the instead instead of the opposite of putting the fake Osman in the in the um you know the person who's going to end up in the balloon and the real Osman behind everything they switched it up.
0: I would ask you actually does because so I, I I made a joke about seeing the movie Prestige, the Prestige but they actually do go over the magician's teleporting trick you know which it's like a good I don't duty. know yeah. it is I really liked it um I would recommend it's a uh, it's a good Chris Nolan joint um but. But does everybody know? Everybody knows how that works. That trick.
2: Well, in that movie, it works a certain way. There are several ways to do it in real life. Well, I only know the one from that movie. That movie had t- twins in it, right? Which is that you get Nikolai Tesla to build you. Oh, what? That movie had twins in it, right?
0: It, no, the well, yeah, the, the point of the um, the thing was uh, you got like a, you get a double.
5: That's like someone who looks like you. You need to have two people for that.
2: Yeah, I, I think I think most actual teleportation tricks. Um, are not instantaneous, for one thing, and they don't involve doubles, actually, in, in real life.
0: Whoa, what? Well, well, Oren and in the Magician?
2: How, well, well, how, do, they, how do they work? What do you- Depending on the actual trick, but you, you usually don't get, like, instantaneous um, teleportation. Hmm. Usually, like, cover something, and then it takes, like, a couple of seconds, or in, enough time to get to the other place in some other way.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, right, so you're saying they get there, it's not like a double, like they actually go to the place.
3: Yeah. yeah like in you know and in reality there's a there's a tunnel under the stage with like a, right, a car on right. it that shoots you across real fast and then you pop out the other side that kind of thing
5: yeah. yeah 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 i mean that's almost specifically intentionally because you you know the less human error involved the better right so having another person is troublesome
4: so what i th- I-, I think in line with that that there was not a double in this case i think that the um, person that was in the balloon and that was identified as the corpse is actually the wax sculpture. And it's such a good wax sculpture that they can't tell the difference between it and a real body. That that
0: doesn't... So that part I couldn't figure out, which is like how you could... Well no, I mean the wax you figure the waxwork must figure in somehow.
1: Yeah, we, we've got to have one somewhere.
2: But it can't be the but but they did an autopsy. They have a corpse on their hands. They don't you don't you can't. Well, maybe they did a really good
4: Hey, hey, hey. All I'm saying is that they make really good wax figures. Maybe they made all the insides too. You don't know. I don't know. <laughs>
0: they <laughs> filled what them
4: the with with human blood,
0: too. A bumbling ass coroner that you must have like the absolute worst yeah <laughs> it's
4: like the, the, the regular coroner was on vacation and they bring in like the substitutes like the
5: intern some guys is like eating a sandwich as he's doing it <laughs> i i think you i think we might have a double but on the opposite side of what you're thinking of i think there might have been uh the wax Sculpture in the beginning part that got hit with all the electricity that melted it.
4: But we saw the guy in the vignette, and he was moving around and talking. Yeah, he was moving. Wax figures don't do that.
1: Okay, so what if there there was the, the man in the vignette who was a body double? So this is a shh, no. This was the the real the real ass man who was there and talking. And then at the last second, there's a platform under the stage. They him. They switch him out with a. a a wax figure that gets exploded and then we murder a body double and that's the person that we uh, that's the body that we found uh, that that dropped out of a balloon onto the crystal tower
4: are we sure that we're not a wax figure (laughs) who's we in this scenario
0: Uh, Rionoske slow beef I'm sure he's not
1: well, you've read ahead.
0: You you would you would lose one of those five star things in the upper right for saying that. I just want you to know. <laughs> Can I say
5: like when this originally happened, like really early on in the case, I was you know predicting what the uh, the how the teleportation actually works because teleportation isn't real. Uh, hi, my name is Turbo. Um, but uh, I, you know, as soon as we found the the crossbow, I'm like, okay. Hairbrain just made a really big crossbow to fling this guy across to the uh, <laughs> like Wiley e. coyote yeah and I, I, that's yeah. what made the big hole in the crystal palace
3: <laughs> window i was really thinking it was going to be some kind of catapult thing too nobody noticed a guy flinging his corpse like ragdolling across the whole thing <laughs>
0: I'm up too. he and be like that's accidental murder. I don't know how. The angle was off. Like, you idiot! It's not. That's beyond criminal negligence. Well, he was supposed to launch a wax
4: figure to show it worked, but he accidentally launched a real person.
5: <laughs> Science has no casualties. Slow beef.
0: Baroque's like I have to get you the worst defense attorney I know to get you up. <laughs> no. get a mistrial. Yeah. <laughs> oh, brother.
1: I just it just frustrates me. But I mean, like the wax figure has
4: to figure in somewhere. Like it, it yeah. They wouldn't have us go to the wax museum if it just didn't figure at all.
1: But no, it just frustrates me that like as things are right now, we like the one person who could not have committed the 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 crime of like shooting the, the crossbow is our client. So it's mm-hmm. like I really feel like our client's in the clear here, but the game. Uh, But, you know, we still haven't answered anything, so we have to keep investigating.
2: Well, we we also know who shot the crossbow because they did tell us that it was uh, in in October.
1: Right. But yeah, but like it, I guess it could have been like on his behalf or something.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't know. Just we, we, we solid alibi. Well,
4: I mean, the argument could be made that like, look, maybe, uh, maybe he was pissed off at the balloon company or whatever. They could still make the argument that it has nothing to do with the case until we figure it out.
5: What if the wax figures just actually have nothing to do with the case and, you know, one of the developers went to Madame Tissot's and was just like, hey, I think this is cool and I should reference it in my game.
0: That's a hell of a fucking red herring. It's like you got to animate a character just to throw people off the scent. Exactly right.
1: Maybe it's relevant to a later case in the game.
2: I wouldn't see it coming. That's for sure. It is the way that they introduced us to the professor character who is probably going to be important. Oh, yeah.
5: Wait. I wanna.
0: I wanna talk briefly. I know we're like a little on time, but like I want very briefly. So Moriarty is known as Professor Moriarty, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah.
4: That that was my instant
3: first thought. Well, like what, um, what? Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, what? Um,
0: like what's what's his deal?
3: Actually, he's a criminal mastermind. He runs all the criminals in. Like he's he's like the guy who's like orchestrating all these different plots and plans. All the the criminal underworld reports to him. He's not like a straight up murderer.
0: Yeah, he's like the the brains of the whole thing. No, I, I figured he was kind of like that, but when the professor here is a murderer, that's where I was kind of like thrown a bit. Yeah, he's it's just weird. Like, is that actually a?
2: Yeah, here he, he's supposedly like just a murderer who got caught and got executed, so he's not even alive anymore.
5: Gotcha. But yeah, I had the same thought when I heard the name. There is a uh, like Moriarty's second in command, who is like uh, I think he's like almost like a sniper person. So yeah. maybe this is. Uh, the crossbow is a reference to him. <laughs>
1: is
5: that less More already? second in command. <laughs>
0: Sorry. <laughs> I got it.
1: <laughs> Repeated the joke just to, to make sure we heard it.
0: That's that's where I lose one of those things in the upper right. Yeah. All right. Is there anything else we got?
3: I think that's it. We'll see. We'll see where it goes next time.
2: Yeah. So because you read ahead, you know how long it is. Should we read to the end of the chapter? You think that's too long or?
0: I think it's long, to be honest with you. Um, it's going to be like roughly one and a half to twice as long as this reading.
2: So yeah, we should probably do. So tell tell us where you think is, is a good stopping point.
0: Well, my only, my only uh, worry is that we would have to break up if we broke up all the chapters into like three parts from here on out, you know, that is a little long. You know, that's like eight more weeks of podcast, you know.
1: I think this
2: case is longer than the next two, though.
1: Oddly.
4: Yeah, we could just make it for this one.
2: Yeah. I think, if I remember correctly, I hope, I hope this isn't too much of a spoiler, but I think that the very last case is all trial, no, no investigation.
0: You're close. It does look like... I'm looking at a walkthrough that has only the con- like table of contents, and you're mostly right that, yeah, it does... In fact, both of you are. This looks like the longest case. Um, So... Well, that's interesting. Anyway, so here's so here. Okay, I think investigation part two is meaty enough that it can be his own thing. And then after that trial and then. Yeah. So this this I do think it's it's enough that investigation part two will will last you a bit. Surprisingly, like I think you can do the trial in one shot in the end of the chapter. Maybe it's a little long, but investigation. It's a long investigation. Yeah,
3: I'm just looking at a spoiler free and there's a lot of Mm -hmm. points of stuff you have to do here. It's great. Anyway, so okay, yeah. Cool. So. so just investigation for next week. D- does this one have a cute animal in it?
2: Yeah, so you can confirm that there is a cute animal, right? Yes,
0: this one has a cute animal on it.
2: Okay, well, I'll, I'll take it your word
0: for it because you know for sure. Yeah, no, 100%. Cute animal. Don't trust that guy. <laughs> that guy.
3: <laughs> okay, so investigation for next week.
0: So long, folks.
1: Farewell. Elementary.